Welcome to the Safe Haven Podcast. I'm your host, Amanda. The Safe Haven Podcast is a space for you to be real, raw, emotional, vulnerable, hilarious, and or completely carefree. This podcast offers a space for stories to be shared about the lights and darks, highs and lows of life, and a judgment-free zone. Join me and my powerful guests as we dive into a variety of conversations and topics. Listen from where you are, as you are. Think, laugh, and cry along with us, whether you're in your car, in your kitchen, chasing your kids, running your business, caregiving for someone you love, getting a mani-pedi while you're in the hospital, a treatment center, sitting on the deck, on the dock, or out for a run. These weekly stories and messages will hit you right in the heart, fill up your cup, and recharge your spirit. Joining me today is me, Amanda, the host of the Safe Haven Podcast, and I am so happy to be back with you. Uh, Since we've changed to do the TGIT releases every other Thursday, I feel like it's good. It's great because then it gives me some extra time to do things and learn new things and listen to new podcasts and read new books or articles, whatever, blah, blah, blah. In this case, it gave me some time to drive from Nakusp, British Columbia, back to Minden, Ontario. And let me tell you, I got so lucky with the weather. Thank goodness it was as clear as it was. I managed to do it in pretty good time considering. I did take my time. I was up early every day, driving throughout the day, and then I was onwards. Oh gosh. When So I left originally, I left a cusp after a delicious breakfast with Riley last Sunday the 19th. I drove over to Calgary. And then I did two recordings in Calgary. I lured people into my hotel room and I recorded two, one with Sammy and one with Jenna, which are the next uh, couple Mondays that are coming up, which are fabulous stories. Then I was onwards to Regina, spent a night there, onwards to Winnipeg, where I recorded with Carolyn, a friend of mine from university, another fabulous recording. Then up and at it, another long haul drive to Thunder Bay, a night there and onwards to Sault Ste. Marie. And then on Saturday, that takes me to Saturday. Saturday morning, I got up early and I headed down through Michigan, then through Detroit, Toledo, into Kingsville. And I spent a night in Kingsville with some of Riley's family, went to visit Opa at the cemetery and Oma Gerber was there. I went to visit his Opa Gerber, who I'd never met yet, had only just spoken to briefly on the phone. And that was so good. That was definitely a highlight. And Stayed with his cousin Andy and his wife Amy. We went out for a beautiful dinner. They spoiled me rotten, had a great time. And then I drove home on Sunday. And the funny thing is, is what technology and FaceTime has turned into little distance makes the big distances seem doable. Because I walked into my parents' house and I felt like I'd been here yesterday. (laughs) So it doesn't, doesn't negate the fact that I'm super stoked to be back with my family. And I'm spending some time with my nieces this week. I went out for my sister on, I went out with my sister. (laughs) I went out with my sister for lunch on Monday after I had gone to Amanda Rico's yoga class, which my gosh, did I need. It was a restorative and half a class and it just cracked open my hips and my shoulders and my heart and I needed it big time. So thank you, girlfriend. And then this weekend lining up, oh my gosh, semester two is already starting on Friday, the 31st of January, then it's go time. And I think I mentioned a couple weeks ago in a TGIT that I got my course load for this year and I'm really pumped about it. 
But the funniest thing is, is that one of the courses that I'm teaching is fashion. And my joke had been, really? I'm either in Birkenstocks or Blundstones, a sundress, Lululemons, or a big, cozy, no-name sweater. But hey, I mean, if you're teaching fashion, you're teaching fashion. And obviously, of course, there's much more to the fashion curriculum than just what we wear. There's obviously the history and sustainability of it and ethically sourced clothing, blah, blah, blah. So it is actually some really cool content. I just love that me of all people get to teach that course. I'm actually very much looking forward to the, the project at the end. It's a, called a culminating task and it's actually repurposing an article of clothing. So they get to pick whatever article of clothing they want and then they repurpose it in some way and that's part of the culminating task and that is going to be awesome. I did my own repurposing. I think I mentioned that as well, but that was super cool. And that's going to be a bit of a highlight, I think, for some of the students this year was we were talking earlier about making stockings. So I made stockings. I don't think I actually told this story. So totally impromptu. I'm totally going to do it. I had decided early, uh, actually probably halfway through November, beginning of December, that I was going to make stockings. I'm like, yes, I've got this. I'm going to do it. I'm making stockings this year. So... I decided that I was going to get an extra large men's shirt from Value Village or a thrift store. I was going to figure out what my stocking sizes were going to be. And then I was going to repurpose a men's shirt to make stockings. Well, this is all a great idea. And of course, I Pinterested the shit out of it. And I thought, oh, I've got this in the bag. I was going to hand sew everything, make it look nice. On my way home from Nacusp once, I stopped in Kelowna. And I went into the gigantic fabric land. And there was one super nice lady and one that was just not as friendly as the other one. And I had asked her, you know, this is what I'm trying to do. I'm looking at making stockings. I don't want to spend an arm and a leg on this, but I'm interested in making my own. And she said, okay, well, you know, you could get this, you could get this, blah, blah, blah. That's going to cost you probably about $50. But I said, 50 bucks. And she's like, yeah, well, that's, that's pretty expensive. And you know what your best bet is, is actually if you go over to the polar fleece section, there's actually panels and you can just buy a panel. They're on sale for five bucks right now. And that will give you two big stockings and two little stockings. So the cheap side of me was like, yeah, that's great. So she cut me a panel, five bucks. Then I started thinking about it while I'm still in the store. This is ridiculous. These are going to look so cheap. And here's me being like, obviously I'm going for the Pinterest look. So I, I, I decided on the spot in this fabric land that I needed to upgrade a little bit. So I thought, well, what's a way that I can make these super polar fleecy, super soft, but cheap looking things look better. So I go over to the faux fur section and I found a matched faux fur that would look really nice laced around the top of this. Okay, so then I had her measure it out, didn't even look at the price of this thing and had her measure it out and away I went. <laughs> and then it turned into an interesting thing when I get up to the cash register and I'm ready to pay and there's this lady standing there and she's getting some discount card, whatever. And it was offering a price off and she was asking about the deals that are on. So then I said, oh, interesting. I'm just here buying this. And she kind of looks at my faux fur and she goes, oh, uh, okay. Yep. You know, those are expensive, eh? And at this point I've already done the cut. So there's no getting my money back. <laughs> so I put it up on the counter and as she's ringing it through, this freaking piece of faux fur that is supposed to do the tops of my stockings, and really I'm only doing one for me, one for Riley, one for the dog, good to go. I'm, I've kind of measured it out based on the, the panel that I was going to be using for the, the stockings. And you're not going to believe this, or maybe you are because you're an avid sewer creator, Pinterester, Etsyer. I am not. 
this piece of faux fur turns out to be $37. I was appalled. And by the time I've added now my panel and everything, it's over 50 bucks. And I went and I sat back in the car and I went, did that just happen? Here I am trying to be super, super thrifty and I'm trying to repurpose a piece of clothing and not buy too much more other than I need to create these cute stockings that I'm, of course, obviously my inspiration was on Pinterest and away I went and now I've spent 50 bucks. So then it turned into, okay, well, I hadn't even bought the shirt that I was going to be repurposing because at this point, right, I was thinking shirt, then I was going to get you know, the, the stockings, what can I actually do? How can I do this? Do I buy the material? Do I buy the shirt? Do I buy both? What do I do? So then as I was getting on, well, back in the car on the road again, and I literally thought about this for the next three and a half hours back to the lower mainland. And as I was pulling into the lower mainland into Surrey, I thought, you know what, forget this. I'm actually going to go up and I'm going to go into a value village and see if in fact there is a shirt that I could repurpose. Maybe I'll just use the panel pieces for these stockings as the inside. So long story short of that is all I did was I used the panel pieces of the polar fleece as the uh, the shape, the outline, whatever you wanted to call it. I cut them out. Then I used that as a stencil. And then I actually cut that out of the awesome shirt that I bought. Maybe I'll have to tag this, um, the pictures of them in the podcast because they're pretty cool. Uh, on the podcast Instagram page, whatever. And then I used the polar fleece as the liner. Then I used this awesome check plaid print that was a, a super dark gray, almost like a smoky dark gray, a bright pinky red and white. And then that faux fur, the brownie gray fur, faux fur on the top. And I even used the seam that goes down the middle that has the buttons that buttons it all together. I cut those up and then I made little loops on the back to hang them. They turned out pretty good. I was pretty stoked about it. And then I just used two-sided tape to stick the faux fur on the top. I Reinforce that. I actually think I put them away this year without having completely finished the last sew-up job of putting the faux fur together and sewing it. But I was proud of them. They look great. And Shauna's was my favorite. It was very cute. It was a, just a little bit longer than my hand. <laughs> Hanging up between ours was, was pretty sweet. So that is all of that just to tell you that I'm pretty stoked about the culminating task for the class that I'm teaching this semester. Another little story that I wanted to share comes from last weekend. We went out for a very small and enjoyable drink at the Banded Goose in Kingsville. While we were sitting there hanging out, actually the real story is, is that we were just enjoying each other's company so much and we just wanted to go to one more place. We just went to this, uh, it's a microbrewery actually within Kingsville called the Banded Goose. And we we had a great time. I had this little tiny, super dark porter beer and I loved it. One of those mini little seven ounces. And Amy and Andy were with me. As we were just hanging out, the one of the bartenders comes around and he has these little cards that kind of look like a cue card or a trivia card or something like that. And he comes up, he's got so much energy, lovely. Comes up and he stands by our table and he says, okay, are you ready? I'm like, okay, yeah, totally thinking it's a trivia thing or, you know, is there a fun competition or win a pint or a round or something like that. And then he says, if your life was like a film reel and was just scrolling in front of you, what are the top three moments that really stand out on that reel? And I immediately was like, bam, bam, bam. I know I, I was like, oh, can I, do I only have three? Like I've got lots. <laughs> He's like, that's really cool. Andy took a little bit of time. Amy had come up with her three and anyway, so we had this little discussion and we're shooting at our, our top three moments. And then 
which I'm sure you're like, what were yours? <laughs> so I immediately thought of the day Kinley was born. I thought of a day that's not such a hot moment, but it was also just the day that I was sitting in the truck on Skype and found out that mama's breast cancer had come back. That flashed before my eyes as well. Um, and then another one was, to be completely honest, there was another one that was just a moment that I had last Sunday morning before leaving the cusp, but I'm going to keep that one between me and my person. Okay. So then of course I flip it on him and I said, well, what are yours? And he had mentioned his and then I said, actually, I'm going to be completely honest here. And guys, I don't often throw the whole podcast thing around. I'm pretty, pretty humble, pretty quiet about that unless I feel like an opportunity has come forward. And in this case, I feel like it did. So I said, I host a podcast and at the end of the podcast, I've started kind of incorporating these questions towards the end where I ask them three questions. And depending on the guest, I may let them know ahead of time before we start recording that I'm going to ask them these particular three questions. And sometimes I don't. He's like, lay them on me. So I said, what are you most proud of? And this guy did not skip a beat. He's like, my wife. I said, really? Why is that? Well, because she's overcome three kinds of cancer. So of course my jaw is now sitting on the bar stool, the bar top, whatever it is. And I just kind of looked at him and I, oh my gosh. Then here's me going, I really would love to have this guest on my podcast. But then again, you don't want to be really overbearing and just assume or throw yourself or your information at a person like this, especially because you don't know the state or where she's at or has she actually overcome the last portion, whatever. And I was just, oh my gosh, that is inspiring. That's incredible. That's, I, I can't even imagine the willpower and the strength that that would take and the resilience. So he was just beaming talking about her. So cut to the chase. At the end of it, I had said, he asked about the podcast and I said, I don't know if this is pushing boundaries or limits here. I said, I'm not going to ask you for your information. I'm just going to give you mine. And if in fact your wife is keen on being on my podcast, have her reach out, send me an email. And, and I would gladly come back down to Kingsville to make that recording happen. And she has since emailed me and I'm super excited and happy to share that if the next time I can get down to Kingsville, she is available. She will be on the podcast. So definitely stick around for that one. Uh, yeah, kudos to Branded Goose. You guys are doing awesome things. You've got a great atmosphere. Thank you so much for the, it wasn't even trivia. It was just a fun idea of things that you brought around. And I wanted to kind of segue that into the whole, do you want to be a guest if you want to be a guest? And when I was kind of thinking about talking about this on this TGIT this week, it kind of was like, do you want to be a podcast guest? <laughs> like, do you want to build a snowman? Anyway, I couldn't get that stupid jingle out of my head. But if in fact you are keen on being a guest on the podcast, how do you come about that? The 100% honest answer from me is it happens when it should. I have been reaching out to a lot of people that I had on that original list of people that I had come up with when I first had this podcast idea back in May of 2019. And I've just kind of let it go. But the neatest thing is that every single person I interview or meet or has heard the podcast or sends a review or sends me an email, this is what resonated with me. Thank you for doing what you're doing. All of these beautiful things, they know a person. So it's been happening really naturally, organically, and I love it. And also little conversations like I had at the Banded Goose help me create this content and chase this content. And thank you so much for everyone who has been reaching out or sharing their personal stories. Another cool way that this has been happening is because I've always joked for the last couple of years that I've got a horseshoe stuck somewhere. My mom jokes it's in my butt, but I don't think it's in there. Anyway, 
I have a horseshoe stuck somewhere guys, a very lucky one, because things just continue to work out for me, whether it's calling into the radio and winning the radio contest just because I'm the first caller in, or winning giveaways on Instagram. I mean, in the month of December, I won three, and now in January, I've won another three more, and it's not even, well, I guess it's almost the end of the month now. It is the end of the month. Oh my gosh, it's the 30th of January. My goodness. Okay, so it is a, whatever. I still won three giveaways, which is, is to me is just wild. And I'm not even a crazy giveaway enterer. I guess that the ones that I do enter, I just comment with as many names as I can on the ones that I'm super keen on winning. And then go figure, I win them. So this one, I've actually, this month, I've won, um, I won a massage, an hour massage. I won a really cool crew neck sweater from Baron Fox. I can link all of these at the bottom as well. And the massage is awesome as well. Then I won some essential oils. I also won a beads for brains bracelet. She's going to surprise me. And then the coolest thing is that I have won those on either my photography account or my more personal account, Amanda Louise Lytle or Amanda Louise Lytle 2.0. And then so I can kind of pull that in as well. It's like, you know, they're trying to promote themselves. That's often what a giveaway on Instagram is for. Then I kind of fire it back. I'm like, guess what? I host a podcast. If in fact, you are keen on being a guest. I love your story. I love what you're trying to promote. I really appreciate this giveaway. Thank you. Would you be interested in being a guest? And of course, a lot of them are answering, yes, I would love to. How can we set this up? I've also been reaching out to guests that I've heard on other podcasts because even, even yesterday, I was in Peterborough. I was doing some newborn photos for uh, one of my best friends, Heather, and her husband, Dustin. They've just had a, a baby and I'm very excited. It's their baby number two and did some photos for them. And as I was in Peterborough, I thought, well, an Ayurvedic practitioner that I work alongside as well, she's been my practitioner for a couple of years now, Tiffany Nicholson-Smith, has Rasa Ayurveda. And I thought, well, I'm going to be in Peterborough. So I'd reached out to her and I just said, look, I'm going to be in Peterborough. I'm happy to meet you wherever you're comfortable meeting. How does that sound? And she said, you're not going to believe this. I have a one o'clock afternoon opening before I head down to the city. I would love it if you came to my apartment. I take off for India on Sunday. What? Thank you, timing. Thank you, universe, for allowing this to happen. We had the neatest recording. And then it sounds that she's actually today, Thursday, she is going to be recording with Megan Kennedy Brent, who has the Natural Detox podcast. But the neatest is that our stories and our podcast episodes and the content that we share are going to be completely different because Megan often goes into more of the holistic healing, the science, the anatomy, the, the natural ways that you can best treat your body and best detox your body and your mind. And this is going to be a really cool way that Tiffany can share on an Ayurvedic level how you can do that. Whereas my questions and my storyline weave throughout a little bit of that, but they're much more personal. So you're going to get two recordings from two different people of Tiffany Nicholson-Smith from Rasa Ayurveda within the next couple weeks. So definitely stick around for that. I really hope you enjoy that. But for real, if you are interested, if you're listening right now and you feel super compelled to reach out, I encourage you to do so. I don't bite. I'm a, I like to think I'm a very approachable person and I can definitely hold space for any kind of story, perspective, opinion that you would like to share because there are more people out there that need to hear your story than you recognize. And a lot of people will just say, ah, oh, I don't have a story to share or I'm so uninteresting. I really don't think people would like to listen to what I have to say. 
I totally disagree. Everyone out there has some sort of story to share, and until you've shared it, you don't realize the impact that it can have on other people. Please reach out. Please continue sharing. And on that note as well, I wanted to say I've been doing a little bit of research as this podcast continues to grow. So thank you, thank you, thank you for following along and for listening. It means the world to me. I've been looking at different ways that you can share this podcast or that I can ask you to help me make it grow in the easiest way possible. And it seems to be that if you screenshot this episode or whatever episode really resonates with you and you either text it or WhatsApp it or Facebook it to a friend, put it on your Instagram story or if uh, it depends, I guess if, like I'm just going to, if you have an iPhone, that's just what I have. So that's kind of what I know is that there's a way that you can actually share podcasts. There's this little dot, dot, dot thing, you know, little button and you can hit that and then you can just hit share podcast and it it drops it right into a message and then you can share it that way. So that's an option as well. But I do, I've just been finding out that the easiest way to do it is instead of trying to share that link other places is just send it directly to the people that you think are going to enjoy it the most. And also thank you so much for those of you that have been writing these reviews. That is awesome. The reviews and the ratings mean so much to me. For me to get an email and say, you got another rating or you got another review. I can't even express how much that means to me. And a friend of mine had said, that was the easiest thing I've ever done. I literally just had to scroll down and tap the five star. And, and if that's going to help you, and that's the least I can do, keep doing what you're doing. And my gratitude just makes my heart want to explode. So thank you all so much for that. Before I leave you for the day, I wanted to leave you just with a reminder that the Love Powered Co. affirmation cards for femme, for teens, and for the littles on Love Powered Co.'s website, which will be linked in the podcast notes for this podcast, are game changers. They will help you rewire your brain. Any limiting beliefs, any negative self-talk that might have been going on, might still be going on every day in your life or in someone that you love's life, these are such a beautiful way that you can help them rewire their brains to think more positively about themselves and about the world around them. I definitely encourage you to check them out, especially how neat is it to think that we can actually start empowering these little beings to think so much more positively about themselves and to create those really healthy self-talk habits from a very young age. And the neatest about this is you can get 15% off of your orders at Love Powered Co. with a code SAFE haven all one word s-a-f-e-h-a-v-e-n thank you so much for listening to another episode of the safe haven podcast you guys i cannot articulate how much this means to me that you keep listening week after week please make sure that you subscribe rate review these messages comment as you follow along it means the world to me i'm also on instagram at the safe haven podcast i like to do the latest updates and i am so close to being done the instagram facelift thank you so much for those that may or may not have felt overwhelmed by the 6 to 12 posts every couple days that i've had to do to make sure that i can catch up to where i'm at i'm sorry if that has been a bit of a bombardment <laughs> but it's ultimately worth it i've had some nice feedback on that too it's nice to connect a picture or a face to a name or a voice that people are listening to, or a story that they've heard. I think that that connection is really nice. And if, in fact, you are interested in supporting the podcast in more ways than just rate, reviewing, subscribing, 
you are more than welcome, not obligated, but definitely welcome to go to the safehavenpodcast.podbean.com. And at the top right, there's a little green button that says become a patron. You can donate as little or as much as you like. And again, there's no obligation to do this. It's just another way that you can make sure that this podcast continues, that I can continue chasing these incredible stories and that my equipment is covered. Tell your friends and make sure that you can tell them to find the Safe Haven podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and Stitcher. Thank you, and I will talk to you next week.